You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want to read Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. <laughs> My name's Eric C. I'm Tony B. And we've got Dylan Price on the line. Dylan, how are we, buddy? Is that the burn. Really rubbing elbows with the uh, upper class city today. You want to tell us about uh, your little luncheon? Um, sure. I went. I went uh, to the Richland Country Club in what beautiful Nashville, name. Tennessee. Ooh, the Richland. <laughs> the Richland, and I'm the uh, proprietor, Ted Wealthy. And here we are. We can't even come up with a name for our podcast. And so we should call it Podcast Comedy. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Funny puppy. What'd you say? Funny talky, good time show. Yeah, funny talky, good time show. So what were you doing at this? Do you always feel like, because I kind of feel like, a, um, you know, an imposter when I go to like really fancy places <laughs> and I try to like, I try to fit in like, uh, I, oh, 100%. I went to, uh, I went to the, uh, uh, one of like the most pre- like prestigious and old, uh, country clubs, Brookville country club, um, with my girlfriend or family belongs there. And great people, and but it's it's just so funny because like I always feel like I should be like grabbing glasses off the tables, you know. Like I, I'm like, hey, should I bust that? It's like, no, you're one of the guests, you know. Like you, you get to, yeah. you actually get to have food, you know. Yeah, I mean, I went to my my friend's grandmother used to be a member of uh, Mill River, so we went there for like this big you know hoity toity Christmas party one time. We <laughs> used to like have this Christmas party every year. So I show up in like a suit, like a button down shirt, and a fucking like an ascot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she looks at me. She's like, Tony. She's like, what is that thing? I'm like, it's an ascot. She's like, no. She's like, a doctor was there was a, there was a member years ago who was a doctor who came in here one time with an ascot, and they asked him to leave. Uh, I was like, well, I've been here for like four hours. And shit's going great. <laughs> well, you're jumping way too. You go for maybe a tie first. You know, I hate ties. Crawl dude. before you can walk. You this know, this isn't meant for condemned men. Well, oh, you're a big clip on tie guy, right? Shit, yeah, all day, every day. Oh my god, just because he's wearing really. About, oh yeah, baby. Uh, tell now tell tell Dylan why why you so why you're so preoccupied about a clip on tie. Um, why I like him? No, like no. What's the main reason? I know. I don't like main- having a noose around my neck. Exactly. He thinks he's in some fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu off. No, at all I think times. it's like it used to. The tie originated because they didn't have buttons. Well, newsflash: we have buttons now. What's this? The ties used to hold the neck of your shirt together before buttons, if I understand correctly. Oh, geez. we have buttons now. T- and it's like, do they have anything less comfortable? We learned the T Rex can't run this week, and ties used to button your shirt up. But I'm, could they be my any less blown. comfortable? Well, I mean, what about what about the cravats where you put it inside the shirt? As long as I have a, a slip knot around my neck, I'm not happy. Yeah, it's not a good thing. I have to wear a tie as a bartender, which is not a bad idea, but I tuck it into my shirt. You just got a clip on. Well, you just got to get somebody with monkey paws that can actually grab that tie if they really want to get me over the bar. But that's really not happening because the bar comes up to my chin since I'm five foot seven. But I notice that like what I do at like these country clubs is like I like uh, it's like I overtly like, you know, try to like let them know that I'm like one of them, you know, hey, you know, how's it going today? You know, how's the elbow feeling? And scooping all that ice cream, you know, it's like, oh, you want me to help you with that? Oh, don't put yourself out. You know, would you like some steak, sir? Ah, you know, if it's not too much of an inconvenience, you know, it's like I always feel like I got to like do that because, you know, it's got to be like, hey, I'm one of you. Psst, I'm one of you. I bartend. I got no money. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I like the clip on because it's like 
if somebody ever like tried to grab it and pull you, you know, by it, yeah, it would come off from the hand like one of those lizards tails. And oh, you could yeah, just run yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. See, and now like maybe the reason I I really feel like an imposter is because the you know like the the suits I buy from H and M that like fall off of you in two weeks. Yeah. Um. You, oh yeah. You can get a you can get a kick ass looking fucking suit in H and M for you can wear it for a solid year if you know three or four occasions. But like, <clears throat> so I w- I went to to Brookville and I'm wearing. I'm wearing an H&M jacket, H&M shirt, everything, and I got, I got a watch on. So one of the guys from across the table, and maybe I should just roll with it next time. I don't know why I got to tell him too much information. But it's like, he goes, man, he goes, that suit is killing it. He goes, and he goes, that watch. He's like, where did you get that? I want one of those. And he's like, I'm a big watch guy. He's like, what was that, like, you know, four or five grand? I go, $10, Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> It was actually a pack. It's it was Cheryl a Cheryl Ladd collection it was a, from Kmart. It was a two pack of, of two watches for, for, for ten bucks. I buy my watches in bulk. Oh, one black so exposed to water. One black and one brown. Or air. I mean, I, I was covering or all anything. my bases. So what I got, you know, so I tell him, oh, suits a hundred bucks and the watch is ten. Yeah. You know, actually five. I didn't want to tell him that. But like, should I do that? You know, I I, I hate I hate yeah, when people man, feel like great, that. Yeah, man, because it shows you got some fucking realness about you. You know. Yeah, I hate when people feel like they're out of place in a country. Oh, it's like, wow, you got a lot of money. That's cool. What'd you do? Did you develop the cure for cancer and give it to the world? No, you're probably some fucking finance banker, dickhead, or some pharmaceutical jerk off. Wow, let me swoon. Great, good for you. Well, I got to admit, <laughs> your train of thought was a little a lot. I'm, angrier I'm a baby than assassin. Mine. Oh, good, that's fantastic. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> I smash puppies against the wall for a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh, good for you. I work in a fucking restaurant. You're so much better than me. That's fantastic. Hey, uh, Tony you know, is like the quintessential bitter customer service guy who just like hates anybody that doesn't have to do customer service. Oh, dude, I'm getting to the point where I just hate people now. Oh yeah, I'm at I, that I've point been, I've been, What year do you think you get to in the service industry where you hate people? Um, <laughs> day three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have a little bit more of a tolerance. It took me around five and a half years. Wow, f- that's a long time. Yeah, I'm a glutton for punishment, Dylan. You've known me since I was very young. You oh, know, I know us that's Irish, true. Yeah, that's us true. Irish have a large propensity to get kicked in the balls over and over and ask for more. And uh, yeah. you know, I so finally it's just like people walk in; they haven't even done anything wrong, or have they? In my mind, they already. Ah, yeah, at, that's my point. They're probably fucking guys. Everybody shit stinks, bro. Look and you know these, what? Look at these fucking guys. But what I can't stand is the person that's at the door going, change that to 26. Can you lower the music and turn down the AC in here? It's like, I didn't know this was your fucking house. It's like having a gangbanger in your courtroom. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get you this time, but I'm uh, sure you did some shit. This is what I do. I go, why don't we sit down and say hello to each other first? I know. That's, so that's like my sarcastic way of being nice at the same time, but being very condescending. So then they sit down and I go, what's your name? And I go, I'm Eric. Nice to meet you guys. All right. Now, what would you like? You know, I hate when fucking people do that. They walk in, and especially in the restaurant business. Like, let's say if you get, oh, a guy tips from last week. This fucking guy comes in. It's a guy who walks in the door. Yeah, you owe me $10. Oh, I go, hold on, stop. I go, now, he's like 22. I go, now, shake my hand. Hi. How are you, Max? How's everything? Good. And I'm like, all right, how was your week? He's like, yeah, it was pretty good, busy, getting ready for college. I go, good, mine was good too. So what did you want to talk to me about? You know, like you need to t- teach like this youth how to fucking oh, communicate. Like the parents don't do anything. 
But like, you know, and that's another thing. It's like all these people, all they do is hold their heads about, oh, our youth, you know, it's going to shit. It's going to shit. Oh, yeah, I love it. You fucking raised them, bro. The parents are terrible. And, and right. it seems like everybody under 20 these days is like fucking Joffrey Baratheon up in the goddamn North Shore of Long Island. I want to drink now <laughs> immediately. Yeah, well, you know what? You're not going to get one. Well, it's that me, 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 Oh, me, I can't me, me, imagine me being back. I can't imagine being back in New York dealing it's with millennials. It's gotten so much worse. Like they're human beings. For 20 minutes on any road on Long Island, you turn into a Dragon Ball villain. You wanted to get out and start blowing up buildings. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, God, Dylan, I listen, can't imagine. Dylan, I'll fly you up here. I know that you got a little bartending experience in your. We can switch places. I'll go live in Lavender <laughs> Land. You can come up here to Asshole City. <laughs> Dylan was a bartender for like uh, fucking RoboCop Land for this like brewery. Uh, for how long did you work for those guys? I was I bartended my way through college. Uh, did you bar then, or did uh, you spike your hair like uh, every third Saturday out of the month and make like <laughs> Long Island iced teas for people? Uh, that's definitely the majority of what happened. And then I just put <laughs> my boys free beers. But uh, you get you get the groups of chicks to come in and say, "Can we get uh, some slippery nipples?" Yeah. Oh my God! It's like, ladies' night. Oh, the, the yeah. Do you have mojitos? No. I'm no. like sitting on, I'm sitting on mint leaves. Yeah. You like, want to make a red devil? I don't have the stuff for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm like, nope. Mixer's broke. You know how to make a Long Island iced tea? Uh, no. You don't? You know how I, well, there's the, the right no, way. of course and, I do know how to make a Long Island How do you make it? Uh, oh, me? Yeah. You just grab every single grab, bottle that's on the rack. No, actually, this is the way Eric makes a Long Island iced that's tea. That's what I want to know. I will blindly grab anything. From the speed rack. Shit, yeah. Now, on the speed rack, there's <laughs> rum, there's triple sec, vodka, uh, whiskey, uh, gin. So, like, I'll just grab anything. Yeah. And because it's a Long Island iced tea. Anything sour mixed Coke. Because the person ordering the Long Island iced tea wants to get blitz. Is a walking dumpster of a human being. Is the cheapest. <laughs> it's If you're, okay, how about this? Let's rephrase this. If you're not struggling in college and you're still ordering Long Island iced teas, you're one step away from drinking sterno fluid, yeah. right? Or you were the cheapest fuck ever to draw breath. It's like a wizard went out to the parking lot and just transformed the fucking dumpster into a 20-something-year-old, and then the <laughs> guy walked in the bar and ordered it. It's always the biggest walking slug of a human being. Never tips. Yeah. Ever. Hey, yo, uh, yo, you, can I get a Long Island? Yo, can I get a, lo yo, can I get a Long Island? And it's like, here you go. The yo, oh, yeah, thanks, B. Yeah, like, thanks, homie. You're like, I'll give you a Long Island. High taxes and really high prices for houses and bad traffic. How about I just hit you with a dump truck and then back over your fucking head a couple of times? That's another drink we make yeah, over here. So do you think that we're, uh, we're, we're fed up with the service industry? Oh, how or? about this guy? How about the guy that walks in and just arbitrarily says to you without being prompted in any regard to do so, hey, I'll take a Corona. Well, first of all, like you were saying, you know, it's like, first of all, Pricko, we don't have Corona. And had you asked me what kind of beer we had, I would have informed you of that forthrightly. Yeah. Instead of just presuming that I have every brand of beer ever brewed behind my bar. Like I'm fucking oh. Willy Wonka. I'll tell you what's probably the worst is hand, hand out appetizers. So <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm caught in the purgatory of the service industry. I'm a bartender twice a day, uh, twice a day. Well, actually, I am. I do a double on Mondays. I do uh, uh, another uh, 11 hours. So I do 24 hours in two days. And then Thursday and Saturday, I wait tables. So Saturday, I had to do a party for 45 people. The AC broke in the fucking room, oh, too. So you got 45 fucking schlabolas fucking bumping the bumping. And I'm trying to hand appetizers around. And this one guy goes, he's like, ooh, what's this? And they're fucking pigs in a blanket. 
I'm, I'm like, what, what the fuck do you think it is, you asshole? It's fucking horse lips and pig assholes. I know. The fuck you think it is, a little pastry? Oh, what's this? Oh, Are you fucking... See, this is the problem. Should I exercise more patience or should I take a club out and knock him over the <laughs> brain and just and just take care of for society? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, then, and then I got some woman I cut. She asked for 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 beef sliders for her party. Then she wanted us to cut them <laughs> into fours. There were 60 fucking people there. She's no joke. Two inches away from my nose telling me how to cut a burger so we can serve it to everybody and then put toothpicks in it. And I have to be like, yes, master, no master. I have to do whatever these fucking people say with a shit and grin on my face. I love when they come up to the bar and like, what do you have? What do I have? The patience of a serial killer on fucking crystal meth. So why'd you choose to drink the hell out of here? What do I got? High blood pressure <laughs> since you fucking walked in, nits. I will have a knife in my hand in about three seconds, so you better... What kind of beer do you have? Do you Heineken, guys Heineken Light, Amstelite. You guys got Corson Donk? What I can't fucking stand is when people ask me to turn the fucking TV channel when I have 52 people at the bar. Oh, I know. And I'm on fucking rollers. Hey, can you put CNN on? Hey, can you fucking wet my... Can you drive my fucking balls since I'm sweating from serving 72 people $5 drinks? On Tuesdays, it's $5 drinks for me. I can't stand it, dude. I oh can't stand you five dollar drinks and half price bar menu, dude. Yeah. It's the those people, the dumpsters... Like, but it's just there's some good people mixed in there, but a lot of people they come in, they're just trying to be as cheap as possible, and then they tip off the reduced price. Oh yeah, you get a dollar, and I love what it's like. You know, they first of all, I don't know where it was written in the rule book that you have to have sports playing in every fucking drinking establishment on the face of this planet. Oh, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. And there's always like a movie on, and some dick, some dumpster guy comes walking. He's like, hey, I, uh, hey, you put the game on? Is the game on? <laughs> I want to watch that thing there with and my eyeballs. And they always don't know what channel it's on. Yeah, put it on there. Put it on, yeah. and put it on every TV in the place so nobody can watch anything else. If you were so fucking involved in this team, you'd know what channel they're on and what time they play. I think they're playing, uh, you know, I think they're on channel 62. <laughs> you think? I know, really. The fuck, fuck face. And then the other person that I can't stand handing appetizers <laughs> is the person that has a fucking more excuses than a pregnant nun when I walk up to him, They're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Um, Yeah, oh, oh, I was late for work. I'm starving. I had a really early lunch. I ate no breakfast. Why don't you know? Um, oh, my friend's here. Let me grab them for them. Or they act surprised every time. So, oh, like there's more appetite. Oh, 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 I must take. You know, oh, there's more appetizers in front of me. You know, yeah. you, you saw me from across the room. And then there's always the one guy with no shame who's like, you see me? Keep coming back to me. And you're like, all right, you got it, buddy. <laughs> I got scotches and fucking hot dogs for you all day. And there's a the guy who's watching the game. He's like, He's like, yeah, yeah, come on, A-Rod. Yeah, there you go. He's like right next to your ear. Yeah, yeah, he's got a 3-4 and the 2-7, yeah. It's like, sir, if I had a genie lamp on me, I would use all three wishes to strike you down dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, you know what drives me absolutely fucking bonkers, apeshit crazy? I tried to take a picture of it yesterday at work. Um, the first thing people do is, I, I need water. As soon as they get to the bar. <laughs> I know. Okay, so a woman comes up to me. She's with five people. She goes, let me get a Tito's and soda. Let me get a Cosmo with uh, absolute citron, no lime juice. Let me get two Budweiser's, three Pinot Grigio's. And then she's like, extra lime juice and like all this other shit. And I got to remember all your fucking bullshit. What, what the, but what, what, was the, what, was the, what was the point I was just trying to fucking make, though? The water. The, the water. Yeah, for but, water. But the first thing, and then after all that, I need six waters. I, I need it. so now 
I got to fucking pour you water. So, but now what happens, Tony, is I pour the waters on the bar with ice in them. Now they don't get my pint glasses anymore because those things are like gold as bartenders. Yeah. Like somebody wanted a pint glass last night. I was like, no. I was like, we have 200 people coming in here. You're not getting one. I have a bubble glass, a shoe, a boot. Get out of here. Yeah. I can do all those things for you. So anyway, long story short, I give the fucking six waters that now I could be making 22 bucks off the couple in the back that I'm neglecting. I fucking get these waters for these fucking for Marla Hooch and the fucking Rockford Peaches. And what happens? All <laughs> at the end of the night, all the fucking waters overflowed. None of them took a sip. And it now the bar is wow. just wet. So literally, they none of them took a sip. They needed the water. So now I go, you're going to drink it? I'm like, before I give it to people, I go, are you literally going to drink it? Because I take, I, I'm literally going to have to refurbish the fucking bar because of all the, the wet stains from people asking for water and then never drinking it. How about when the, 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 the jerk that comes up there and you go to make the drink, he's like, no, 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 a, a normal glass. Oh, as opposed to the one the fucking millipede from Alice in Wonderland was using five minutes ago? Yeah. Oh, this guy, we give bubble so glass. Do you guys, do you guys not, do you guys not like people who customize their order in specific <laughs> glasses? Because I do that all the time. Let me tell you something, Dylan. There's only three kinds of people I hate bartending for: really young people, really old people, and every motherfucker in between. <laughs> all right, I have, I've got, I've got this guy. I've got this guy, this one guy that comes in. He's the greatest guy in the world, older Jewish guy, and every time I'm in the middle of a rush, he's got to tell me a story. Oh, yeah. It was 1974. Right. <laughs> I was a young law attorney on the Lower East Side, okay? And then he's always got to give you, like, a political, like, stand. Carter was in office, and he was a pretty smart man, but a peanut farmer couldn't get his stuff together. So I had this small claims I had this small claims class against these gypsies, right? So they played me in blowjobs, okay? And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy even? But he's I'm speeding it up because I talk fast. Right. But he just it was nineteen sixty-eight. And you're literally floating out the door like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Uh -huh, yeah. Past Saturn. I'm like, I'm my favorite is I'm listening as I walk away from you. Oh, it's no, 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 like I'll... that scene in uh, Beetle. It's like that scene in Beetlejuice where, uh, in the beginning, where he runs into the uh, toy store and the guy starts talking on the on the on the rocking chair and he goes in. And, but when he walks out, he's like finishing up the story. You remember that scene? No, maybe. Fuck you. All right, next. Keep on going. <laughs> now I know where I'm going to put the cricket sound effect. You get cool people though once in a blue moon too. I remember this one time when I first started bartending. It was a wedding, and I think it was one of the bridesmaids. Could have been the bride, but I think it was the bridesmaid, right? She asked for, like, a tequila straight up or on the rocks or a wine or some shit. I don't forget what the fuck it was. Yeah. So I go to hand it to her, right? And the glass, the wine glass, the bottom of the glass hits an imperfection in the wood in the bar. And the glass tilts forward and just, like, soaks her dress in, like, liquid. And I'm like, ugh. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm sorry. She's like, I don't give a shit. I'm only wearing this thing once. It's fine. Oh, oh my God. You want to hear the greatest thing ever? So I did. Uh... Hey, are you hey, in the industrial hey, Dylan, What are you doing over there? My dog's eating his, her, her what dinner. What is he eating? Nuts and bolts? It's, it's, he's feeding his dog while we're trying to do he's a show over here. That, that sounds great for the sound. Well, oh, yeah. So, eating the dog. So, so listen, keep your fucking dog down, all right, man? So what happened was one night I'm waitering, and we're, I'm, like, doing real well with this table. We're all friends, and this guy asked for a Cobb salad. Now, we put the dressing on the side of the Cobb salad. On We didn't have these plates that had the edges around them, right? So... 
He asks for double. So one of the dressings, though, falls off <laughs> and hits this guy in the shoulder. Oh, no. But he's like a big dude. So yeah. he like I kind of like bumped into him at the same time and he didn't feel it. So I put it down. And he goes, oh, he goes, where's my extra dressing? So I was like, uh, it's uh, on your back. I go like this. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, let me go. I didn't realize it yet. I, think you I thought I just, the bird. I thought I just dropped. I didn't realize it at first. I thought I just it's a complete, <laughs> complete possibility. Yep, yep. I forgot something while I sure, wait sure, tables. Yep. So I'm like, oh, let me go get this guy another blue cheese. As I'm walking with the other blue cheese, it's on his back. I'm like, I can't. It's like a glob, about a quarter size, <laughs> but I really can't. I don't want to say anything, yeah, you know, because so, it's like, ah, oh, for uh, my dry cleaner, yeah, my yeah, shirt, well, you drop a blue cheese my, all over the place. Another tequiza, you know. So I'm out. <laughs> so of course I like incessantly smoke during my job. So I'm outside. This guy's at the table's over. This guy's getting the valet, and uh, so one of his friends goes up. He's like, oh man. He goes, look. A bird shit on you. Oh, he's like, oh, I got bird shit on me. It was the fucking blue cheese Smells from like me. Blue cheese. I'm smoking a cigarette out there just watching this all transpire. <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, man. I love <laughs> shit like that, oh, dude. It's great. Every once in a while, like, you know, a big plate of pasta will fall on somebody's head until they're soaked in it. Actually, I have video. I'll release this on Instagram. <laughs> it's it's surveillance camera of me in the kitchen. We had these big dessert platters. There's these big square plates, and they're about a quarter inch thick. I I, I got to show you the fuck of it. It's hilarious. So I'm being an asshole like usual. Sure. So I can believe it. This table comes in, and they're the last ones there. So at the end of the night, all the guys take the mats out of the kit out of the kitchen to wash them and hose them down. So it's a little wet in there, and they hose down the 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 ground at the end of the night. So it's like 10 o'clock. I'm like, listen, I need a dessert sampler. So it's a huge plate of all the samples of all of our desserts in the house. The goddamn plate weighs, I would say, a good 12 pounds. So I'm like, I got it. Um, uh, I was trying my Spanish. I'm like, I'm like, cuatro personas, mesa, treinta dos. And I put the plate above my head and I go, comer. I was like, I was like, comer, blah, blah, blah. And then as I'm walking, I'm like high stepping as I got the plate. I slip. The plate goes up in the air. I land on my tailbone, and like the wily e. coyote, the plate goes over my head. I have the footage. It's the greatest. Oh, I, I gotta see. It's Kitty, the greatest. You had this on tape? Oh yeah, I got. Oh, it. we got to because we went down to the surveillance. Ca- we oh, had, we gotta see this. And um, every, every you know, every this isn't a, a shocker, but every single um, injury I've had has always been to my head. So uh, I can believe that too. Yeah, I could. I could. I could. But I could also believe that. I, li- I like to blow Tony's eardrums out, at least with one sound clip uh, a week. Remember last week when you were going completely crazy with that right. static sound before the sound clips we were playing? When I was editing the show, it happened to me five times, and I kept laughing because I was like, Tony would be fucking dying right now. We had a uh, – oh, I've seen a lot of funny things happen. The, uh, there was a wedding not too long ago. They had one of those stupid wedding cakes, like, you know, from the Looney Tunes, with like 17 17- – you know, different layers high with the little sticks that hold it together. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So this ridiculous thing comes out. I'm like, this is great. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, if this cake falls over, I'm going to laugh hysterically. I almost, I think I might have like telekinetically caused it to happen because I was like looking at this thing. I'm like, this thing's, I'm like, watch it. I'm sitting there. You see it's got to start going. It goes, <laughs> and it's full. And the photographer runs over there to catch it. I'm like, what are you, Spider-Man? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Fucking cake. It's like catching a basketball. 
It's going to go all over the floor, which it did forthrightly all over our hands. I la- and I did. I I made good on my promise. I laughed hilariously. I would have loved to see you on. Uh, I would love you to quantum leap into my job. Like I get to go down to Tennessee and hang out by the coffee shop, and you get like thrown <laughs> in the mist, Dylan, of of my ladies' night on an any given night. Uh, it would it would be absolutely the worst thing possible for my life, I think. Oh yes, it's ladies' <laughs> night and they're all quite a fright. Oh yes, it's ladies' night. It's dating's blight. Well, I mean, I literally checked the lady's ID the other day and she was uh, it was from Ellis Island. <laughs> so, you could really you could really imagine you know, yeah. like how good that is. I am Tara from the grasslands. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. My so libido's contrite. So what is your, like, best possible scenario, customer slash table? Like, a couple walks in, four top walks in, and then does X, Y, and Z, and it's like, yes, the best, easy, ready to ride. The best case scenario is a guy walks into the bar, orders a Heineken, you pop the top, he tips you a grand. That doesn't happen, but that's <laughs> the best case scenario. You know, that's it's okay. the white whale of but, work. But like realistically, without like that that lottery ticket guy, like okay, the best case is scenario is the people aren't assholes. There's good flow to the night, so you're working hard, but you're flowing and you're enjoying their company. You're enjoying serving them and getting making them happy because they're making you happy and they're tipping you a lot of money for your. I mean, it, the thing about making money through gratuities is it's like they have to be open to the rub. There's a science to it, and as long as they're receptive to it, as long as they're receptive to the rub, I'll get the money out of your pocket. You know, if you are just yeah. open to the experience, I'll supply good enough service and performance that you'll want to give me your money. Here comes the Billy, Billy Zane slash Gordon Gecko of bartending over here. I'm just telling you, I know how to do it, and I, I'll do it. But just, you know, hey, it's time for the loud, obnoxious, hey, static noise show. And enough of griping about work. It's the news. We got a, uh, a relatively kind of uh, crazy news story over here. Um, you ever heard the... Uh, What's that song, Tony? The Pina Colada song? If you like penis colonics. Yeah, so why don't you, why don't you read the... Can you, can you, can you, I already know what's going to happen. I already know the story. Can you see the, um, can you see the actual uh, screen large enough so you can actually... I, can, I, know the sto- I know what happened. I can tell you right now what it's about. Okay, so why don't you do it for A me? man booked a, uh, a lady of the evening, and whence said woman arrived... It turned out it was none other than his lovely wife. Oh, wow! I don't know if you're in a yoga or getting caught in the rain. Getting but caught I'll in the you, back seat. <laughs> getting caught in the back seat. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Does is it just me or does Rupert Holmes look like Chris Pratt? He does look like Chris Pratt. So I thought it was. That's funny. Oh, so I went over on Facebook. What? Maybe they maybe they rekindle their disgusting little white trash romance. Uh no, they shortly divorced after that. Uh, <laughs> they they If you definitely... like paying for sex, if you like paying for face for sex on Facebook, a 52-year-old man in Illinois was taken by surprise after a prostitute he hired through a website turned out to be his own wife of the past 19 years. Holy wow. shit. Imagine something like that. The man has been using the site for some months to hire prostitutes and meet them for sex at motels in neighboring areas. 
Last weekend, the man told his wife he was going out drinking with work colleagues, when in reality, he was traveling to a motel on the outskirts of town. Bum, bum, bum. Upon checking into the motel, the man used his phone to access his regular website used to book prostitutes, according to the statement he made to authorities. So that must have got messy. We already know it got messy in the hotel room that he gave to authorities, because why would he be talking to the cops unless it got really fucking messy yeah, after they went, found out? Sour. Right. He saw the profile of the new 27 in quotations year old who caught his attention so he's still attracted to his wife like see that's the thing did he wait a minute hold on he saw the picture he he saw the profile picture of a 27 year old woman who was caught well for a guy that really knew this story in and out tony's like yeah guy uh yeah that's really good for radio tony well wouldn't you you know we're trying to get an hour out of it you know hey guy met a girl and banged that was his wife all right next (laughs) wait a minute we're gonna the show's gonna be over in 14 minutes listen yelly savalas wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) you look like him i talk like him so if you went on the site you saw a picture of your wife wouldn't you be like Hmm, dang, Nabbit, that's my wife. Well, see, this is since you read it so intricately. I, sk- um, I might have left a couple the of photo, stones unturned. So let me read. The photo only showed the woman from her neck down. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, but, but even so, the, the same claim stands. But the man said he liked her body, so he sent her a message to see if she was free later that night. She said she was, and they arranged for a... Bl- what is that? <laughs> a liaison. Ooh, a liaison. Wait, I got another question for but you. Why? No, but <laughs> yeah, what? Didn't he hear her talking on the phone in the next room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's in the bathroom and they just text. What are you doing tonight, honey? Nothing. The photo only showed the woman from the neck down. Blah blah blah. Guess in the. Uh, guests in adjoining rooms called the front desk to report a disturbance around 8 p.m. After the woman arrived and found out that her client was none other than her husband of 19 years. It emerged that the prostitute was actually the man's 43-year-old wife. She was furious to learn her husband had been hiring sex workers, although he was equally as angry to learn his wife has been freelancing as prostitutes. That reminds me of Dave Chappelle and R. Kelly's. Uh, conversation because Dave Chabelle did a uh, a skit of R. Kelly's song where he pisses on everyone, and R. Kelly's like, "How could you make a song about pissing on people and like making fun of me like that?" He's like, "How can you actually piss on people? Like, who was who was more in the wrong here? Now, uh, is the husband worse off for soliciting the sex, or is the wife worse for being a prostitute?" Who's been doing it That's longer? That's an interesting moral question. Who's been doing it longer? I think. And more often. Dylan, what do you think? Because you're you're the only married man on this line right now, so you tell me, dude. Listen, God, I, know, I don't know. I know this I wouldn't think, happen in a million people. years. I know this. I know this wouldn't happen in a million years with you. But let's just say it happened to you in your relationship. You, 19 years, you're getting a little tired. I mean, Dylan would never do this, but you're getting a little tired, blah, blah, blah. Your wife walks in. You're trying to buy a prostitute. She is one. What happens? What, uh, what do I mean, what happens? I don't fucking know what happens. I, I couldn't picture myself in that situation. So, uh, and I couldn't picture any, you know, I think, I think they're equally wrong in that situation. There's no, there's no like one better than the other. It's a bad scene. The she, one girl, the one chick has been sleeping around on on her husband as a prostitute, so she has a double life in that sense. The husband's sleeping around with prostitutes, so he's leading a double life. But society deems that women are judged more harshly for sleeping around than men are. So she would be judged more harshly, I would think. I was just about to say that. You stole the words right out of my mouth because I think 
that negative connotation. The dude who sleeps with a lot of girls, stud. Chick who sleeps with a lot of guys, whore. Because a right. lock that can be opened by any key is a shitty lock, but a key that can open any lock is a great key. And a famous man told me one time, never eat a fish that jumps in the boat. Damn right. Um, so I think, <laughs> now I think that if that happened to me, okay, anger, right off the bat. I'd probably yeah. start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> laughing? Like, oh, you dope. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. The front, coming from the guy that says when he gets angry, he turns into Tony Soprano. Carmella, what are you, a freaking prostitute? This is ridiculous. Yeah, you'd hire a guy. Um, I think <laughs> I think I'd have to call it a wash. Did they still bang? Yeah. I'd had I like you can't get divorced. I mean, listen, if they both sat down and be like, hey, listen, obviously both of us aren't happy. I'm a I'm a I'm a prostitute. You're a John. Okay. Um uh, you know, why don't they just call it a fucking wash? Because he's, I think he's equally as wrong. I think they should get Because they're, they're both being, um, they're, they're infidelity, right? He's sure. taking money from the family. Well, maybe she just got into it just to compensate for his prostitution. Yeah, but he's not, there's nobody losing any money. They he's equal out. her, she's going to buy stuff. Yeah. Well, what's different? at home. What's different than a regular? Like a circle, you know? You know? Um, yeah, it's the circle of money. Out of, my pocket, in the world? out of my pocket into somebody else's. That's, yeah. the, that's my circle of money. The trickle down effect. It's it trickles out of my fucking windbreaker of pants. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it would have to be a wash, you know. Unless I really loved her. Obviously, both of them, the relationship wasn't going well. I'm gonna yeah. go out on a limb here. And these two, they're probably not the best people in the world. I mean, you know, I'm not picturing like you know some like real clean cut. Oh, the hooker with a golden heart. Member. You never seen Pretty Woman? Yeah, but that's a movie. This is a real couple in Ilgen. Oh, that was based on a true story. <laughs> this is now I wonder. So I wonder woman. what. I wonder what past they've had together. Like, has he been abusive? That could play into who wins this argument more. You know, is she just like a sick drug addict, crazy. Why does he just become wife? a pimp? Hope they're not kids. Why doesn't he just become? Yeah, but then he gets to, then he gets like six chicks working under him. Listen, they're both freaks. Okay, this is the the fucking uh, leave it to Beaver. Let the let the fucking stop a while ago. I don't know if they have any kids involved either, but let's just say I would have been like, yo, hope not. Now, if my wife comes in, she's a she's a prostitute, and I'm a John. I go, listen, one, I could be making money off this. I'm not a John anymore. I get free residuals because I get her and six of her best friends together, and be like, hey, listen, we'll get some guys to protect you. Forget about it, and now just run a hooker, a hooker uh, like uh, Ponzi scheme out of your living room, and just like double down. Like, kind of like, you know, Breaking Bad, you know? He's an entrepreneur. These guys, I mean, these people are stupid to begin with, but this had reality show written all over it. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, it's just, it's it's a pretty rough situation to be in. It seems like the kind of thing that goes on in, like, you know, a little bit loosey-goosey kind of living situation. Now, now listen, I got a, I got a, uh, I got a clip here from Ashley Judd. Right. Do we actually want to be subjected to her voice? Is she crazy as usual? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ashley Judd. Ashley I saw her in a Whole Foods here. Did you? Next time you yeah, see her throw. Yeah, because the Judds are from down in. So. Get, get one of those fucking kick-ass jars of hummus they have and throw it like a fucking Frisbee at her face. Ashley Judd. Um, Dylan, since uh, you can't actually hear the clips since our show is so great, uh, you should just go to <laughs> Ashley Judd at the airport. Okay. Um, type that in real quick, and just tell me when you're queued up. Okay. Let's see. 
All right, ready to ride. Just make sure I can't hear it from my end. All right, so we'll take. Yeah, hold on a second. It's going through. Uh, going through the ad first. Okay. You cool? All right. Yep. So we'll start it in three, two, one. Okay, so Ashley Judd is apparently a little little um, upset. Right. Something happened at the airport. We don't know what happened yet. Um, but she does have that psycho fucking talk to her where everything is like this and everything's fine and heavily medicated. Now, remember, Tony, the video we did about I'm a nasty woman, right? I'm a nasty. She was doing the slam poetry on our BCN show, on our Blue Collar News show. So, okay, so something must have really bad happened, must have here. Something really bad must have here. Yeah, I was kind of. How about we call it the dyslexic hour? Something bad must have happened here. No, it's crazy. The old doohickey that rolls. No, it's crazy. The doohickey that rolls. One of the moving tables they got down there. You know what's the greatest thing is <laughs> that, that I would like that. Don't call me a doohickey, you fucking bitch. <laughs> How dare you? Um, that's but no. What's crazy is the, the crazy inside of crazy is doohickey is the only thing I've understood what she said so far. It's some kind of pseudo liberal, pseudo modern, postmodern feminism argument rant. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're getting to. So, um, I, we uh, he called her sweetheart, right, and complimented her on her dress. Okay, calling somebody sweetheart is a little condescending. I could see that, but on the same token, it's like, dude, I'm telling you, have you a mouth too. You know? I don't even know what fucking happened, but I'll tell you exactly what happened. I'd love to know, Dylan. Can you find out what fucking airport she was at? Because if she was at Atlanta, she said she's at one of the most traveled fussy pants airports. So Atlanta is actually the most traveled uh, is is the most traveled airport in the country. Okay, so now I'm thinking of a southern gentleman who sees this woman probably doesn't know even know yeah, who the fuck yeah, she is. Been. Yeah, sure. Grabs her bags. Hello, sweetheart. How are you? It could have been regionally like cultural. I'm not your sweetheart. I'm your client. Hi, client. How are you? Oh, okay. So then he doesn't say anything after that, and then he goes, "That's a lovely dress." Yeah, he could be just trying to be nice. I, trying to be nice. Yeah. I mean, that's being cordial. See, this is where our fucking country is coming into a big problem, is because people are being cordial to each other, and it's and it's fucking microaggression city. Did you find out what airport she was in? I'm looking right now. It's not. Okay. None of the articles are letting it out. Or whatever the fuck it is. It's, it's the misapplication of concern. That's the problem with today's society. You know, Elon Musk wants to spend billions of dollars sending people to Mars. I can't even go to the fucking dentist. You know, the, we're, not, we're not solving the right problems. That's the problem with the country. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and trust me, there's a lot well, more. Well, those, those, aren't, those aren't like, those are mutually, like, you, you can, 
you can get to Mars. It's not the same thing. You you you, you should just get it out there. There's, there's no reason to go, really. There's rocks there. We have rocks there's here. Plenty of reason to go and, for and, scientific and, discovery. Is dentistry covered by healthcare? No, unless you have dental insurance. Yeah, but you, they don't you cover need anything dental anyway. insurance. You need you know. separate dental insurance. Yeah, you need every soon you'll need insurance every fucking tooth you got in your mouth. Well, you have incisor, but you don't have molar insurance, so <laughs> oh. that's gonna be more. And your canine's gonna be need to re up in a year and a half. Dylan, do you have dental insurance? I don't have any insurance. Okay, and you always stick up for the insurance. All right, we're gonna play right back. Where? I, you know what? I think I could, um, I want to drop her. Um, I want to get. Oh a, my god! I, I want to get a time machine, and I want to drop her back in Mongolian times. You know, look, there's a duality between things. I mean, if somebody just touches you on the arm, it's a little unpleasant. But you live on a planet with seven billion people. You gotta. You're gonna get touched and bumped. It sucks, but you deal with it to some extent. If somebody sticks their hand up your skirt and grabs your ass, like happened to Taylor Swift, then you got grounds to say no fucking way. And guess right. what? If it, it would, diminishes those to instances where it's like since where there's like legitimate, like sexual assault. Stuff and like molestation or like inappropriate shit. I'm, I'm sure it was like the guy put like gently putting his arm on her shoulder to usher her along yeah, the line exactly. or something like that. You know. Do you notice she didn't mention where he touched her because if it was oh, yeah. an inappropriate place, she would have exactly mentioned exactly. where the guy sure, touched her. But oh yeah, did she? No, because I bet you what he did was grab her like by the back of the elbow. Or just yeah, like I don't even know what happened. I would love to see the surveillance tape. Yeah, you may I love the airport. I, you know, I'm just thinking. Pro- like, you know, what you need today. Prove it and prove it. Pro- if, yeah, if, prove if, it. Give me a fucking picture or a video, or it didn't happen because this happens nonstop now with these fucking whack job leftists. Who, like Alyssa Milano, the other day was talking. She, I went into my uh, with my child and my husband, to, and she lives in New York City. I went into a toy store and I saw el, uh, I saw Christmas elves giving the Nazi salute, and I started shaking so bad we had to run away. And yeah, people I, were like, yeah. "Show me a fucking picture! I, and Show me a picture that you were in a store where the elves were giving the Nazi salute in the, one of the most liberal areas of the entire country, and fucking in, uh, in August." Like and it's where, always, what, what fucking store are you going into? And it's always the actress uh, that was blowing everyone in, in Hollywood. That's the first one to become an angel as soon as she pops out a kid, like Madonna. And I don't know how anybody else right. feels. My mentality is, you know, I hear these people, these, these celebrities complain. It's like, you have millions and millions of dollars. I got to work for a living. I don't give a fuck about your problems. I don't want to hear you right, bitch. Exactly. I don't want to hear you cry. Go spend your money. Go live your fruity little life. You know, your little, little, little pampered little life. And just leave us all alone. Go make your stupid movie about aliens chasing you around. We'll go watch it for a little entertainment, but we don't want to hear your opinion. Nobody cares. Um, I completely, I, 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 I had to like. Sometimes I just think it's better just like not to uh, play those kind of things because they just infuriate me so fucking much. But like, it so just, much. It needs to just be shown that people are just crazy. I mean, her voice does not sound normal to you. D- does her voice sound uh, who sane? Who knows what's wrong with her? 
she's two seconds away from fucking snapping and just like constantly she's like constantly having mental mental war games inside yeah. just like and it pisses me off when i hear wants to crap. kill everybody because then you hear about like what happened to taylor swift and like that's like a real over the line example like what, she's did what uh, um, she was at a, not... she was at a photo shoot with a radio dj the guy was they were taking a picture together yeah. and the guy reached his hand up a skirt and grabbed her ass is he out of his fucking mind and it's like that's like over the line you don't fucking do that and it's like you know, there's somebody who has the right to come out and say, look, you know, this is some bullshit, you know, and that's, you know, you don't want that instance to get drowned out by everybody else just arbitrarily and shallowly complaining about every little thing that goes on. Um, it, it's going to get worse, just like with all this stuff uh, going on. You guys seen it. Uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Hey, uh, hey uh, Dylan, are you happy that you maybe didn't make the jump over to Virginia? Oh, my God. Because we, we literally were two seconds away from living right in Charlottesville. Annie and I were like... Thank God we dodged that fucking Yeah, because when Dylan was mentioning, he's like, hey, it's, you know, it's an up-and-coming place because obviously it's an up-and-coming place because you got a lot of, you know, you have a lot of the left over there, a lot of people that live their lives very liberally, <coughs> and a lot of them are... It, apparently what's probably going on in that place is the gentrification of Charlottesville. I think we're starting to maybe see the first gentrification of, like, a real... It, that was the capital of the Confederacy in... in were you well... No, this is no. I, we also almost lived in Richmond. Richmond, oh, Richmond Virginia, that's what you you're were. talking about. Yeah, but that's they're going there next because that, that's like that was the capital of the Confederacy, and it's got all these monuments to all these Confederate leaders and shit. Um, but we almost lived in Charlottesville, also. That was going to be our next spot. Um, but it's Charlottesville is where UVA is, and and so it's like this weird convulsion of like you know college bros and kind of backwater people. And then also like these these like you know down and out minorities as well as college liberals who like don't know what to do with their lives, and so it's like now it's just at a, at a fucking head. It's a lot of people with time on their hands. That's what it is. A lot of people with time, and Trump's got a beautiful winery there. Oh my God! Did you see that press conference yesterday, Tony? <laughs> uh, I don't think I did. Oh my God! In Trump Tower, you didn't see it. No, why? What happened? Oh my God! We're Okay, so uh, listen, we were about to uh, actually before before we go to the Trump, let me get this ad over with. Dylan's got us another ad uh, from he's been, you know, Dylan. I really got to say, man, like uh, the first two, um, you know, they, they seemed a little. How are the sleeves? How are obtaining the sleeves going? They're good. They're getting shipped in um, from Patagonia uh, freight in another week, and I'm going to send you guys direct. Um, uh, well, we're changing the name of the podcast, so I'm gonna have to send them back now because they were printed out for blue collar. So it'll it'll be a little longer, I guess. Well, the beanbag chairs. But I got I got nice. a couple. For, I got a couple for you. Like the beanbag chairs? Yeah, they're great. very nice, very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. They're. Uh, I mean, uh, what happened was with Tony's was great. Tony brought his to his house immediately. Like I thought we were gonna like it'd be another excuse to hang out. Yeah, yeah. But like like everybody else in my life, they they tend to get away from me as quickly as possible. <laughs> Um, but I threw out the couch today. I threw out the uncomfortable couch. Oh no! Yeah, so the uncomfortable couch is gone. Uh, it was kind of like wow. a central piece of our first YouTube show um, until uh, some guy hacked it. Um, but that that thing's gone. And but now what we got is uh, we've got ads to hopefully bring back. But with my beanbag chair, I love it. I sit in it. That's I read great. at the end of the night. You know, I hang out. Guess what? What happened? Severely allergic to it. Oh no, not good. Uh, What's it made well, out of again? I mean, they 
it's wood chips and shavings, but he did warn me that it was wood it wasn't chips. treated and it was from a rot. What am I? A, what am I? A rot, fucking rot hamster? Area. Wood chips? Well, what am I? A rabbit? Yeah. Dylan gets me one I of mean, those big the, water dispensers that hangs off my <laughs> the wall. Bottle, yeah. yeah, that I go up and suck <laughs> to, and I just got to keep pushing the ball out with my tongue just to get some water. It is the same fill that they use for the rabbits and, and hamsters and stuff. Okay, so I, they said it would be cool. But. So, oh yeah, well it's not cool with my skin because I broke out like a motherfucker. I took two Benadryls and then I woke up in the middle of my apartment, not knowing what planet it was. T Tony, that ever happened to you? You wake up and you don't know what day it is, and you don't know yes. if you have to go to work or not. I've been down that road a couple of times. Have you ever gotten ready for work on your day off? I woke up one time sick, and like <laughs> I woke up at seven o'clock at night, and I thought it was seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I turned the TV uh. on, and I was like, "When did they start putting all this good shit on in the morning?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was like, uh, did you ever do that, Dylan? Because like six, seven o'clock at night and seven o'clock in the morning kind of look very similar. I, I I think I did that maybe once or twice, but but I, and I started getting ready, and it was like during sports, so I was, I was like putting on my workout shit and to go to go get ready for baseball and stuff. And I went out the door, I went into the car, and I started driving. And there was like morning, and I, I turned it on to like the sports, you know, the fan, and it was like some bullshit on and like, you fell back asleep again. Like, fucking... <laughs> and then i crashed into a car and then i took out a, a row of people all right so let's so let's yeah. get this uh, we got a lot to get to still we yeah. got we got voicemails sure. that we haven't checked in a while we got a couple and um we're also going to do okay so let's get this over with and then we got to go to trump's press conference yesterday because it was just i mean he should be the general manager of ww night raw you know, like, I strongly condemn violence. I mean, I don't use condemns because I'm a stud. <laughs> All right, here we go. Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, the Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. Ch oh, let me start that from the top. I'll just put the music <laughs> in la uh, later because it's blowing me right, out. Right, sure. Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. What the f They have miniature golf and hair plugs in the same place? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Okay, so this is crazy. Check in. Pick out your favorite plugs from a selection of five. Oh, what the fuck? Five. All right, so let's go to the end, Fine guys, okay? Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, the Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. Check in and pick your favorite plugs. Now, my fucking – no, no. The thing is my phone keeps fucking flipping up to, like, the beginning of our conversation. <laughs> when you, it's, it's flipping up to when you sent me the picture of me in the, in the smoked meat fucking picture. Smoked <sighs> meat. Fuck. Come on. Bow, 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 bow. All right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. I got to get it right. Uh, We're experiencing technical difficulties. All right. So we got an ad from uh, Dylan. Let's pay the bills first. Then we'll get to Trump. Then we'll get to voicemails. Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. Check in and pick your favorite plugs from the selection of fine specimen, freshly skinned, Fucking phone. 
<laughs> and stop by the shitty phone shack. Oh, I got a fucking, I got a, I got a house mom special iPhone 5C, and for some reason, it just keeps rolling up whenever I get hit. You, oh my god. All right, this red line. I got to take a picture of it. Take, I got to take a picture, you dick. This better be good for all this fucking, for all this trouble. Getting zany in here, huh? Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, the Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. Check in and pick our favorite plugs from a selection of fine specimen, freshly skinned from our sister company, Death and Taxidermy Raccoon Dare Bear Possum and Upgrade Expertly Grafted Homeless Scalp. <laughs> Are you trying to fuck with me, Dylan? <laughs> This is like it's the a micro serious facility. This is like the micro machines fucking ad. Holy shit, how many <laughs> words you got next to each other? Well, you gotta watch the commas and periods, by the way, because you're just doing a run on. Okay. Mm. Attention, guys. That's right. You found plug and play. The Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt putt facility. Check in, pick out your favorite plugs. From a selection of fine specimens, freshly skinned from our sister company, Death, Taxidermy, Raccoon, Deer, Bear, Possum, and more, or as a special upgrade, expertly grafted homeless scalp, always the freshest and oiliest around. Well, slap a slayer of special oak grease mixed with botanical injections, and while with new plugs dry, you go outside and play a round of golf. Simple, sealed, sexy, all at the plug-and-play. Solid. W why? That's the word. That's the a big... Did you write that ad? I, that, that ad was given to me by the, by the plug-and-play. Dude, well, the guy, need, the, the guy needs to know how to write it. That's terrible. Do you, maybe you should, like, uh, uh, I don't know. What, what's that big word they use? Edit it before you give it to me? Well, you got to read it first correctly. <laughs> I've been trying. I'm, <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm reading it. I'll read you. I'll read it exactly how it should be read. If you look at the commas and periods and dashes. Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, the Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. Check in and pick out your favorite plugs from a selection of fine specimens, freshly skinned from our sister company, Death and Taxidermy. Raccoon, deer, bear, possum, and more. Or as a special upgrade, expertly grafted homeless scalp. Always the freshest and oilest around. We'll slap a layer of special elk grease mixed with botanical injectants. And while the new plugs dry, you go outside and play a round of golf. Simple, sealed, sexy. All at the plug and play. Wow, you did, you did a much better job than I did, I got to admit. Well... I just read the commas. You got to go by that, you know? Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, the Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. Check in and pick our favorite plugs from a selection of fine specimen. Freshly skinned from our sister company, Death and Taxidermy Raccoon. Deer, bear, possum. Nope, death and Taxidermy, period. Raccoon, deer, bear, possum, and more. Death and taxidermy, raccoon, deer, bear, possum, and more as a special upgrade. Or, or as a special upgrade. I hope we get to hear it again. More as a special upgrade. No, no. Just read it. Raccoon, deer, bear, possum, and more. 
or as a special upgrade, expertly grafted homeless scalp. Eric sounds like an actor in a porno. We've got raccoon, deer, antler, moose, and raccoon. Okay, so hold on. One more time. Attention, guys. That's right. You found Plug and Play, the Southeast's best natural hair restoration and putt-putt facility. Check in and pick our favorite plugs from a selection of fine specimens, freshly skinned from our sister company, Death and Taxidermy. Raccoon, deer, bear, possum, and more as a special upgrade. Expertly grafted homeless scalp, always the freshest and oiliest around. We'll slap a layer of special elk grease mixed with botanical injections, and while new plugs dry, you go outside and play a round of golf. Simple, sealed, and sexy. Um, why are you uh, trying to get hair plug uh, companies? Are you thinking of completely shaving your head and, and doing the plugs? Welcome to my world. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, Tony, Tony's got that nice Mr. Clean look, and it just seems like that's the way to go, and then I'll just graft in a little bit. The only pro- I mean, so he gave me a bunch of uh, varmint, varmint hairs, like the, the hides themselves. So I actually have to scrape off the hairs now, but it was just like a wholesale thing. So I got to scrape them off. But Tony, do you want some? Because I can get some, and he's just got to glue them on. Hey, baby, it's the bald life for me. I'm like I'm like a, I'm, I'm like a Tupperware container in the shower. <laughs> Would you ever? Well, he gave me a special. He gave me a special. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, consulting uh, thing, you know. So I went there to tour the, the facilities and I played around a putt putt. And they grafted on some plugs, but they actually did it on, as a sideburn. So they fucked up because right. I just have like a little receding hairline. Get and I'm going back. Give and me it, a porcupine pelt merkin. A landing, little landing strip. <laughs> he gets a fucking, he gets an early two thousands blowout again. Tony comes in. I got it. The, yo, the Corning Institute does a really good job. A what? For hair restoration. Off oh, of Christ's sake, you know, grow a pair of fucking balls. Take the two grand you're gonna piss away in your plugs and go on a nice trip. Two grand. What Try more that? like eleven. Yeah, go on three <laughs> yeah. or four nice trips. So we had this, we had this bus boy, and he was like, he was pretty bald. He had the the, the classic horseshoe oh, baldness, you know. So that's no good. Yeah, but this guy was relatively young. He was like 26, 27 years of age. <laughs> so we're talking, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to get hair tomorrow." I'm like, "Oh my god, this!" Because I can pick a tube from a mile away. Yeah, I was like, "This this should be good." He walked in. He looked like he was in the band Menudo. It looked amazing. No. Dude, I was like, I and I, I am the biggest fucking hypocrite of everything. It looked outstanding. How much did he pay? Ten, eleven thousand dollars. And he's working in a fucking restaurant as a busboy. Your friend's a moron. Yeah. Dude, well, your friends. Well, what they use his brain as collateral. Well, uh, I, I didn't say he was. Did I say he was my friend <laughs> at any point? Probably hasn't got a lick of chotch since. Well, I haven't seen him in five years. Actually, he died. Oh, there you go. But uh, <laughs> see, that's the moral of the story. Get hair plugs. You drop dead. Uh. He, uh, they have this really interesting hit by a technique bus. now. No, that not. Yeah, did he really get hit by a bus. Yeah, like crazy, a couple man. days after the plugs. Shit, I guess that was worth it. Man, he must uh, have woken himself in a mirror and just. That was brutal. It's rough, man. Well, you know, make fun of the dead, Tony. We'll yeah. get we'll get there I'm quick. I'm, I'm close enough already. Okay. Now he's probably, got, he's probably still. Nah, he's, nah, he's alive. He's alive. He's yeah. alive. He's working down the block. I could. I, Tony was look like he was about to take himself out. What were we uh, about to say, Dylan? <laughs> They have this new thing called um, hair pigmentation too. You see a lot of guys doing, What's where that? essentially they give you head, 
they give you like a head tattoo with hair. Oh, for Christ's sake. But it's like a special technique. So it looks like you're just rocking a full head of hair, but with a shaved head. Oh, God. I, yeah, so I a lot of people are doing people. it now. The only, th- the only problem is that like, you have to like you have to have a, a shaved head the rest of your life. So if you if you're like thirty and you get this, and then you're ninety, you have to just like bick your head the, your, the rest of your life because otherwise you're gonna have long sides with like a hair tattoo in the crown area. That's you ever you guys ever wake up? Yes. And I know you always I know you hopefully you always do wake up because I like you guys. But you ever wake <laughs> up and like some days it's just like don't fuck with me. Yeah, uh, Dylan, do you ever mm-hmm. get those days? Fairly often. Oh yeah, definitely. Head. But like, I would say, how often do those days happen with you? Not one, not once a week, right? No, I mean it takes, it takes. I, I wake up, I get up early every morning, and I go to the gym. So if I have any frustration, I'm, I'm pounding, I'm pounding the iron first thing. So I don't know pounding, if, I, if that yeah. gets me out of it. Pound the iron. Yeah, he calls the bathroom in his house the gym, and if he's <laughs> pounding. He's like, I'm just fine after it. If this weight sets a rock and don't come a knocking. Well, the reason I asked this question is because I think Trump woke up like that yesterday. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to take shit from nobody today. So, Tony, you didn't see this. No, I didn't see it. So, press conference. Uh, Trump Tower comes out, talks about this whole infrastructure bill. Right. The whole clip's like 21 minutes long. I won't bother everybody because they're fucking inundated with this shit all the time. But there are some highlights to this motherfucker, and he went crazy yesterday. Oh Dylan, before I play it, you saw it. How did you feel yeah. about his performance yesterday? Um, I, th- I mean, he's getting railed, right? And left and right for everybody from both sides. But, I mean, the dude's not saying anything untrue, you know? Yeah, I mean. It was, so, it was funny because it's like he was plugging his winery a little bit, which is so Trump. You know, he's like, I got the biggest winery in the United States right next to Charlottesville. So I know it. And, uh, you know, but um, we only I was, feature I mean, white wines. I thought that was pretty. Gangster. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's calling he's calling it out like it is. And he's calling out Jim Acosta again. He's like, you have fake news. I'm not answering your bullshit. So, I mean, yeah. he, he's definitely try, kind of doing damage control from what he thinks needs to be done, but he's also trolling the fuck out of people now because he's getting the news and leftists and establishment Republicans to essentially stand up for Antifa and BLM and violent leftists and also diminishing the efforts of World War II veterans because all these, all these, uh, all these news companies and journalists and Antifa people are equating themselves to World War II greatest generation who are fighting the Nazis. And yeah. they're all agreeing with them. Yeah. Which is so he's kind of trolling them all now. They would be so against those people. I lo- Oh, by the way, when I went to the Red Sox-Yankee game the other night, compl- Niagara Falls, little Frankie, I cried at the game. Why? Um, wow. No, no, it wasn't that boring. That's how much Tony loves it. Uh, no, during the seventh inning, they had a World War II veteran who was at the Battle of the Bulge. Right. And they did God Bless America. And I'm sitting there with my hand over my heart. And I'm going, they're going to do it. I know what they're going to do. You know what they did, Tony? What they do? Big jumbo screen. And the old man slowly puts his hand up to his head and fucking salutes the flag. Lost it. It was like so moving to me. Right. It, was, um, it wasn't That's during great. Kate Smith's rendition. It was during the national anthem. And he just, and I knew he was going to do it. The guy's 90 something. And you know what? And boom. Just looks looks like he was twenty one again with the fucking slow and, and I'm fucking crying my eyes out. Yeah, hell yeah. Throughout the game, 
Yeah, man. It got to me. Like, it It was the anticipation of me knowing. It's like when, you know when you're about to cry and then you got to talk? And yeah. you're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew it was going to show up. So anyway, listen. So Trump went off the fucking lamp. So, um, Mr. Orange brings up a pretty decent point. He does, but you can't use facts anymore because you just have to pander to people's, you know, soft core sensitivity. I mean, but what do you what what do you think about the whole situation? I think I I don't want to see history whitewashed. I, I don't think you know. Look, you have a, you have a right to protest in this country. You have a right to express yourself. You may not like what the other person says. You have a right to offer counterpoints. You don't have a right to inhibit free speech and peaceful protests. And if you go and catalyze and incent and instigate violence, then you're creating a problem on yeah. either side of the line. Uh-huh. You know what I think it was like when we were growing up in the 90s? Um, I think like the KKK thing, the whole KKK thing was like seven goobers stand in front of a library or a government building. Uh, people would walk by and not even pay them right. attention. It's kind of like when, right. a ch- when a child pouts. Um, the more the child pouts and the more you pay attention to it, the more air you're giving to his pouting flames. You, see, you don't want the state telling you what you can and cannot say or voice because that becomes fascism. <laughs> Dude, listen, you can you can literally <clears throat> try for three and a ha- three and a half years for people to listen to you. It's called our show. Yeah, forget about and it. And it's almost impossible. <laughs> OK, so if no one pays attention to you, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to fucking see it. So if a white goober who fucking is an evil person and is a hateful, hateful person, do not pay them any mind. Yeah, and it's not like somebody's going to be like, oh, my God, maybe I should become a Nazi. You know, like, uh, it, it was the the other day, it's like, you know, uh, somebody's talking to me, and they were like, you know, well, like, you know, you know, well, words hurt. You know, it's like, well, you know what? You know what hurts? Getting eaten by a fucking alligator in Africa, which people have to worry about every fucking day when they go to get their drinking water. You know, you know what's scary? Scary is when fucking kids uh, don't have 10,000 kids in Africa don't have uh, clean drinking water in a fucking day. You know what's scary? Storming the beaches of Normandy, saving the fucking world. That's fucking scary. What's scary? Fucking paying your mortgage at the end of the month. That's fucking scary. You know, there's always there's always counterpoints too. I mean, there were plenty of Nazi officers that were ca- that were uh, pardoned by our government and brought over here in exchange for their research. There were plenty. Of, there were Japanese officers who did horrible things. Uh, Ishii, the head of Unit Seven Thirty One, whom we pardoned and gave him uh, asylum in exchange for his in exchange for his research. So you know, you have to look at both sides of this as well. But on the same token, 
Go ahead, Bill. No, no, no. You can continue your thoughts, sorry. You know, of course we don't want to see anybody promoting racism or, you know, these, these, you know, tumultuous and inflationary ideals. But on the same token, a lot of these Antifa guys are more than happy to go out there and start fights. A lot of these... These, these pro-left liberal groups are the ones that go start the violence and instigate the violence. You know, and, and nobody wants... The only time people start saying this is anything that has to do with anything white anymore. It, it just seems to be the case that they always want to vilify, you know, the person that can't be vilified. Now, I'm, I'm, you know, you see these people down there. There were a lot of bad things that happened down there. People were getting violent on both sides of the line. A lot of bad hombres. There was that asshole kid that drove the car through the crowd. I mean... These are the kind of people you don't want in the equation. But on the same token, you, you can't just nullify everybody's ability to express their beliefs because, A, you'll never really know what they think, and, B, if you don't like somebody's beliefs or you feel that they're living in a situation of ignorance, the best way to remedy that is to help alleviate said ignorance through education and enlightenment. Um, well, very well said. Now, <clears throat> not so well said is uh, we're going to go with the voicemails. Oh, boy, this ought to be a And then we're going to call it a night. So we got some voicemails. The voicemail line has been a little slow. Remember, guys, you can always, and gals, you can always call us 516-628-7474. All right? Uh, Leave voicemails. Um, You're not allowed to actually leave a a verbal voicemail on there to say, hey, this is Blue Collar News. Leave a message. You just get some sketchy woman. If you hear the sketchy Mm -hmm. woman, leave a goddamn voicemail anyway. All right? So let's go to the first one. Okay, so it sounds like uh, what the fuck is that guy? Apparently, name? we also have uh, a racist people plaguing us, because <laughs> Aziz from the Persian Grill is calling yeah. in Ge- to the generic restaurant. Apparent? No, the Persian Grill is right over here. Well, there's one. There's a Persian Grill. That I know just- they exist. Have you ever been there? No, I don't think I have. So how does this guy know your name? I don't know. I am. A famous <laughs> Well, apparently he probably <laughs> saw me the post office. Uh, Dylan, I just sent that to you. Did you get it? I yeah, I just got it. I was listening to it. Okay, yeah, yeah just listen to it real quick. Uh, apparently, Aziz from the Persian Grill over here in Roslyn is upset that the fact what was it? What was he upset with? He's upset that we have attractive women. Which, but that was the end. What was the whole lead up to it? I, I think he's just generally disgruntled. Let's just play one more time. Uh, Tony, do you have a beautiful, nice-smelling lady? Uh, not recently, no. My wife smells like goat ass, and she breaks the toilet every time she sits on it. That's a lot of overhead. Well, it's his own fault for buying poorly made toilets. Should he buy a better one next time around? And why does he know what a goat asshole smells like? I don't know. 
<laughs> hold on. Hold on. You know who this is. I do not know who I wish is. I had a playback. I wish I had fucking 12 interns working for me. Remember the guy that I put his sign over his sign? He's trying to get revenge. No, no, this is the same guy. Yeah, maybe he's trying to he's trying to get back at you, perhaps. Because the Persian grill, I put my sign over his sign. Maybe he doesn't realize. That oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So now he's jealous of us that we have good smelling women who don't smell like goat asshole and his wife breaks the toilet. It seems like almost he, he wants the goat. He likes the goat. He, but he just offered you to a sword fight. I don't want to have a sword fight. Well, apparently from all the well, guys I talk to in your hometown, you're great at sword fights. Those aren't swords. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. This guy seems like he's ready to ride. He's like he wants to he wants to fuck with Yeah, you he sounds like he's dangerous. Time. Now, why do all those guys is it yeah. just is it natural like he's like almost with the with the like the with the tone in his voice. It's like almost like he's like a G, getting a jihad on Tony. Well, they always get they always get things wrong too. It would be the first person to hate. I can I, tell you that. I take women from trash. I I I take them. I smash lemons, make lemonade. I I make lemonade into life. Yeah, you know, like they always get life the like, sayings wrong a little bit. I sent you the second one. There's a second voicemail. I haven't listened to it yet. So okay, so let's the just mind wanders. Kazil, uh, Azil, Azuk, whatever his name from the Persian Grill is calling, pissed at you. Um, He's very. Sounds like he's very jealous of us. Uh, you know, there's not much why? Be, there's What's there to be jealous, jealous of? of? Me. I think if he knew me better, he'd feel better about it. <laughs> hold on, hold on, customer Lenore. Tony, you going you going out with Lenore now? I, I am not going out with Lenore. I I, I have not because you know she's actions. Okay, okay, she's in town. I told you I got rid of her for you. Right. Okay, and I've been I've been deleting her voicemails. Oh, there's been multiple ones. Yeah, we played oh, one for no. Coquette. Coquette dead. I didn't realize there were there was a number of them. We played one for Coquette dead. No, no, but that, I knew that I knew that that was. Well, I didn't know there were like more of them. Yeah, yeah. So I've been like I've been erasing them. So hopefully, hopefully she'll go away. She's home until I just ran into her the other day. She keeps asking for you. Right. You're gonna run into her eventually because you started working for like kind of like uh, kind of started working for the same company I worked right, for. Right. So you're gonna Great run company, into her probably eventually. She's mo going back in September. Okay. So Lenore is dropping your name at the grill. Me. <laughs> so now not only are you fucking with his business lenore so from what i hear lenore went into the persian grill was talking you up but one of his waitresses have you ever been there i don't think so well he says that one of his waitresses is infatuated with you and knows what my big baloney 
and knows about her big bullet. Well, knows that about like, that sounds to- like now the story's starting to take. A yeah, now out. you're now, starting now to like these voicemails. Tony's giving me a thumbs down in the sense. beginning. He's like, "All right, another one," and then it's like, "Tony, you got a big baloney." He's like, "Yeah, crank, crank up the volume." I feel like I need one of those like those like Justin Bieber bodyguards to like escort this guy out of here. It's like, "All right, you've caused enough problems." He Let's wants go, to have a kebab duel with you that in the parking like, lot. Yeah, that sounds like a real fetching engagement. Well, it's better than a sword fight. I thought he wanted to. Touch tips with you. Just not meeting him and going home is better, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the show's over, folks. But the part doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose Cannon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to YouTube.com, Loose Cannon Comics. Subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt.